it is down behind play for this incident, is it, Tim? That's the incident there. Heaves it outside. Laird, what a fine player he is. Trying to get reorganised on the wing. They're full of adrenaline at the moment. Sheridan's kick, not perfect. And Laird's such a confident player at the moment. Just dismissed Ballantyne. Laird, he has to be written into the All-Australian team. And as we mentioned at the uh, top of the show this evening, the Craycast is extremely lucky to have a very, very special guest tonight. Um, I'd say probably one of the most popular Crows players with uh, most of the fans. I speak of none other than uh, Rory Laird. Rory, good evening. How are you going? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. I'm uh, going well. Uh, just on the way home from training at the moment. So, uh, no, going well. Thanks for having me on. Look, uh, Rory, it's been a, a brilliant year for you. Um, uh, the 22-under-22 uh, squad, uh, also the All-Australian squad and the Coaches Association All-Australian side, you must be incredibly um, happy with your season. Yeah, well, on a personal level, it's um, you know been a pretty consistent year for me, minus the uh, the injuries that I sustained, unfortunately. So I missed a bit of footy. But um, more importantly as well, it's just been a really enjoyable year in terms of our team success. Um, 16 and 6 is a good win-loss to have, and um, you know, we head into the finals with a lot of confidence. So uh, the most important part of the year starts now, and uh, yeah, we're really looking forward to it. And uh, Rory, just as we um, head towards the finals, just curious as to your take on the on the bye and how that affects you guys, and uh, what your uh, what your program will be, I guess, uh, as we lead into the finals next week. Yeah, I actually uh, I don't mind the bye, and I think it's. Um, you know, it's got its pros and its cons. I think at the moment we had a few sore boys from the weekend, so we get to uh, rest up a little bit, uh, get a bit of training into us and just get over a few niggles. But at the same time, um, it was a, obviously a very disappointing result for us last week and um, we wanted to uh, obviously play this week and uh, avenge sort of what happened last week. But um, we have to wait uh, till next Saturday. So um, it works both ways, but um, I, I like it. I think um, I was a bit sore out of the game, so it helps me refresh and, I get a bit of training into me, so um, yeah, I don't mind it. Do you have a Do you have a sense there that the media has very much uh, got on board with the um, uh, with the teams outside of the eight this week, and and so uh, the, the narrative of the AFL really at the moment is all about trades and delistings and things like that, and it's almost as though the focus um, has gone off of the finals uh, this week. Do, do you have a sense of that inside the club, and uh, does that have any effect on you at all? Uh, no, we try and um, you know block out all the external talk. Um, obviously, the media is a big part of the AFL at the moment, and um, they have what they talk about. So, um, where other clubs are sort of talking about you know the listings and, and the changes around their clubs, we're in a really fortunate position that uh, we get to concentrate on on playing an elimination final next week. So, um, our process and, and our schedule is all based around getting ready for that, and um, you know getting ready to go as best we can for next week. Now, just on. A little bit of fun in a way because you were missing a particular, well, we can't really call you the three amigos, but the three Rory's weren't together on Friday night. Now, we've noticed that you guys get together and sing the song and even so much to the point that you make sure that you walk down the race together so that you're going to be together. When did that actually start of the three of you? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's kind of funny little thing we've got going now. So, um uh, Rory Atkins played a couple of games last year, but it didn't really happen. But um, obviously, he's come into the team and played a really significant role for us and playing really well. So 
I think it was Sloney that grabbed us after a game and said, you know, let's get all the Rawlings together in the circle and, and start singing. And then from there, we started, we kept winning games and, um, yeah, sort of stuff. So um, there's not too many teams out there that can say they have one more of the team, but alone three. So, um, you know, we, we get along really well together and, um, yeah, it's just a little rich to do now. So it makes it, you know, a bit more enjoyable in the circle. Now, I think the all of you need to get onto the two other Rorys that are in the AFL to make sure they come and join us so we can have all the Rorys because Rory Lobb and Rory Thompson might be quite nice to have on the team. Oh, I know. They're uh, very quality players. I wouldn't mind getting them over here. But, um, yeah, at the moment, I think uh, three Rorys is uh, is plenty. There's not too many <laughs> going around. So, uh, and, uh, it's, it's good. It's good. And the one other thing that interested me was from earlier in the year, just before the Super Bowl, there was a photograph of you coming into the club with a Denver Broncos T-shirt on. Now, are you actually a Broncos fan, or were they the team you picked for the Super Bowl? That's very good, uh, very good vision by you there picking that up. Um, I'm a I'm a big NFL fan, and uh, obviously Tommy Lynch and Josh Jenkins um, are massive fans, and uh, you know we get into it pretty uh, pretty heavily at the club, so. Um, I'm not actually a Denver fan. I go for the uh, I go for Atlanta uh, along with Charlie Cameron. Him and I uh, like to watch the games together. So, um, but there's a lot of blokes that like watching it, and it's uh, it's always a hot topic around the change rooms. So um, it's a bit of fun, and um, yeah, I love the sport. We got to go to America last year, uh, Brody and uh, Tales and I. So uh, saw a couple of games over there, which is uh, which was unreal. I'm a little disappointed in that because I am a huge Denver Broncos fan, have been for a very long time. Oh. So I was like, damn it. Oh, well, you've upset me, Rory. Well, you'd, be, you'd be happy then with last year's result? Well, interestingly, the last time Denver won Super Bowls, the Crows won premierships. So you guys, you know, oh. there's a hey, nice little bit hey, of fate going good, on there. Good omen to have there, I reckon. The only problem is Pat Rafter also won um, – the what is it the U.S. Open? So I don't think he's quite having a comeback. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen just quietly. <laughs> now, mate, just going back over your career a little bit. Uh, you're an old Scotch boy, aren't you? And you came through the uh, Westies system onto the Crows uh, rookie list. Um, just briefly, uh, can you give us an insight into? Uh, the process there in terms of coming on as a rookie, was it a, a bit of a, a letdown not getting uh, taken through the regular draft? And was the process of coming on board with the Crows any different than, uh, say, a normal drafted player would have been? Um, yeah, so obviously I was uh, I was lucky enough to play my junior, most of my juniors at West Ham Bay through their um, youth development system and... Um, that really put me in good stead and um, also was lucky enough to be coached by Gavin Wanganeen and, and Matthew Nix at, at Scotch. So um, they've gone on, you know, Gav was an unbelievable player and um, so was Nixie. Nixie's gone into an assistant coaching role now. So um, it started with those at the foundation and um, I was lucky enough to get yeah picked up in the rookie draft by Adelaide and um, I don't think it, uh, I don't think it takes, you know, too much of a, a hit on you. I did obviously want to be nationally drafted. You get the security of two years in the AFL system. But um, answered another question today. You know, as a as a rookie player, you get one year, but you still, you know, you're still exposed to the same coaches, um, you know, the same players to learn off you. You're in the same environment. It's just a matter of um, being able to take your opportunity and um, you know playing well and and doing what the coaches ask of you and and seeing development in your game. So um, lucky enough, they saw you know enough development in me and kept me around. And now. Um, yeah, I'm lucky enough to be playing, you know, AFL every week. So 
Um, it was, uh, yeah, as I said, it was a bit disappointing with the national draft, but, um, you know, as long as I get to, you know, stay in the environment, then um, I'm happy and um, I'm very grateful that the Adelaide Football Club, uh, Club gave me an opportunity. And we've got a pretty good um, uh, record with uh, rookie selections, obviously yourself and Benny Rutten and a few others. Do you guys uh, that did come through that uh, that section of the draft give the new blokes, uh, the new rookies, a bit of support and a bit of guidance in that regard and how, how to get through? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's it works like that in terms of, um, you know, you offer rookie drafts, you, you sort of say, you know, we're in the same position, et cetera, you know, uh, this is what I did. Um, and it's also, you know, if you get a player that comes in at sort of the, excuse me, the same position, that they play um, as you, so um, they you can sort of help them in terms of you know what you've learned in your time there, um, what kind of worked for me, um, you know what did I do specifically, see if it works for you, kind of thing. So um, yeah, we were trying to help each other as much as as much as possible. Just taking up the, um, uh, the the fact that you were an old uh, uh, Scotch scholar, Rory, do you um, get much chance to get back there and uh, do any work with the uh, with the kids back there at all, or is that not something that fits with your routine? Um, I've had a, I've been out there a couple of times for the first 18. I've had a chat to them a couple of times before um, each goal games. Um, I've had a bit to do with uh, the old collegians. I went to an event there recently and, and spoke because I interviewed um, in front of uh, you know a group of people there for a dinner. Um, and uh, I've got a lot of mates that still play at old collegians, so I like to go back there and you know watch them play and. You know, uh, in my, in my uh, you know, I buy here and there. I might get to sneak in a cheeky beer with them too. So um, it's always good to go back there. And I played a lot of footy on that oval, so it's uh, always nice to go and see them. And, you know, they come and watch me, so I don't mind going back out there and watching them. It's good fun. Yeah, I play a bit of footy that I will too. If they bloody fix those away showers, because they, they'd be the worst in amateur league, I reckon, those away showers. <laughs> oh, mate, the, the actual home change rooms aren't that great either. They're, they're about the size of a shoebox, so... I wouldn't mind doing a makeover there for the boys. I reckon they uh, they probably like that. You probably can't get too close from down there because uh, before you know where you are, you'll be roped in for a game. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I would love to go back out there and, and, and play at some point, but um, hopefully I've got a few more years left at uh, AFL level. And um, but I always you know always say to them you know I'd love to come out and have a kick with you. It'd be good fun. You know it's um, a lot more relaxed down there, but. Um, and saying that I'm not complaining at all with my job. So, um, yeah, maybe one day I'll get to go back there and have a kick with them. Well, it's great to hear that because, um, you know, when um, uh, when some of the uh, the old scholars do go through and, and, and make success of themselves, as you have done, it's a, a great source of inspiration for the kids back there, I'm sure. Yeah, as I said, I love, I love sort of going back there. Um, you know, I spent um, year eight to year 12 there and um, and played a lot of games there and I sort of um, keep in touch with a lot of them boys too that are, that are still playing. So, um, happy to go back there and you know have a chat to the boys if they need to, or, or just go and watch my mates. Really, that's what I enjoy most. So, um, as I said, they come and watch me. So um, I like going out there and watching them on a Saturday afternoon if I get the opportunity. Now we had Jake Lever on um, a month or two ago, and then we've had Kyle Cheney, and there's been a bit of discussion from you guys or from them regarding kicking for goal. And Jake was a bit disappointed because he felt there was a little bit of, um, well, both the Kyles were stopping him scoring a goal because neither of them had for a while. Is there a little competition amongst the backline players about scoring goals? <laughs> well, there is times of training where we do have set shots and um, sometimes they're very good in terms of all of us kicking them and then sometimes we just 
look like backmen genuinely and do not kick him straight at all. So, um, but when Kyle uh, Hardigan lined up to go, he put it straight through the middle, and then um, and Jake Lever's goal was unbelievable for his first goal. Um, unfortunately, I don't kick too many. Uh, it's more Brody Smith and uh, Lucky Brown's kicked a fair few this year. So. Um, yeah, we, we do have a bit of a competition. I, I think we just sort of get a lot of enjoyment about our back six or seven uh, when we do actually get down there and kick a goal. So uh, there's usually a few celebrations and uh, a few watches of the replay during the week too, I reckon. Especially <laughs> well, Lever. <laughs> yeah, especially Jake. I reckon he's, uh, he films on his phone, I reckon, just takes it off. <laughs> Well, yeah, Brownie has five, but your goal was actually my highlight of the season because what actually the lead up to that goal was you had Matt passing to Rory, to Rory, to Rory, to Mitch, to Rory, you, and goal. And yet none yeah. of the commentators picked up it went through the, through the three Rorys. Yeah, we. it's funny you say that, actually, because Rory Sloan came up to us, um, man, Rory, uh, really early in the season said, you know, at some point we've got to get a you know, Rory to Rory to Rory passage. And then he's like... After the port game, he said, "You know what happened today? That actually, you know, it actually happened." So, and in the end, it turned out to be a goal, which is always nice, and especially nice when I kick him. So, um, <laughs> yeah, funny to point that out. But there's been a couple of times where it's gone Rory to Rory to Rory, and I dare say that hasn't happened too many times in uh, in an AFL game. But just going back about your backlines and your little team, because you've had a bit of changeover with from last year to this year, and and now you've got Pods actually coaching you guys. Is there any little differences because um, from him coming in, I mean, some things have been said before about him being a forward, and so there is a bit of that. But the adjustment that you guys have had to do, is there a lot between what was last year and this year, or is it just a little bit of a tweak? I think it was just a little bit of a tweak. I think the foundations were sort of set last year in in how we wanted to play, but um, Pods has been unbelievable for us this year. He's given us a lot of confidence in in how we want to play, and he's been really um, clear with his explanation on on what he wants from us as the back six or seven. So um, I think it's worked really well as well. I think you know the more games we play together, the more you get used to each other, and you work out how you know each other works and the strengths and the weaknesses and, and where to go and when. So um, I think that's also been a big part of it. And um, yeah, Pods has been great. He's um, he was a forward, and he was a great forward, but um, he's he's come and slotted down into the the back uh, the backline coach role really well. Now, mate, just on that, how, how many times do you reckon Lever's taken you out in a pack during the season so far? Is that part of the message, <laughs> or is that a bit off message? Uh, no, it's it's never ever a message, but it seems to always be me. He collects someone about three or four times a year, and three or four times it's me every single time. I don't know how it happens, but it just does, and it's. Uh, I tell him, but I look straight at him and, it's, and he just knows now. So uh, I find that he's, he's full on. He's, he just, he's a very courageous young player. <laughs> now, mate, uh, all uh, funny stuff aside, we've got some serious stuff uh, coming up. And obviously, uh, uh, we made a de- an executive decision here beforehand that we weren't going to talk about last Friday night. But I'd imagine that um, coming off the, uh, that game and leading into the finals, uh, training this week has been focused on just shoring up some uh, some key areas of, of game plan more than changing anything at this late stage. Yeah, you hit it on the head, mate. Uh, there's no reason to sort of change from what we've been doing this year. We're uh, 16 and 6 for a reason on the season. And um, I think what we've, we've displayed throughout the year is... Uh, a brand of football that matches with the with the best sides in the competition. So, um, obviously, last 
Friday night was disappointing in terms of what our output was, but um, it was an off night and uh, it, it doesn't display, you know, what we've done all season and we're not taking anything away from that. So we've reviewed the game and um, some key areas we're going to try and improve on and, and hone in for the you know the next week when we uh, come up against North Melbourne. And obviously I'm not going to ask you to divulge anything because we've got all the AFL scouts listening to this program. Um, <laughs> but uh, is, it, is it a case of you sit down at the, at the review and you look at it and you go, oh, hell, you know, I didn't realise I was doing that or, you know, like do things become obvious in review and, and are they things that you go, you know, shit, we should have, like, why were we doing that sort of thing? Yeah, I think uh, I think that uh, has been the case at times. Um, you sort of, you see things that you sort of think you're not really thinking about during the game and uh, then the, the coaches obviously go through it very thoroughly and, um, you know, that's what uh, the review process is all about and that's what we've been sort of looking at in terms of uh, what to do to get better and um, what we're sort of honing in on for the next week. Now, uh, Roy, we uh, understand that uh, you've just come from training. I know it's been a, a probably a hell of a day for you, so we, we appreciate your time. We won't hold you for too much longer. But one thing we do like to do is um, just have a chat to, uh, to to the guests that we interview from the Crows and just ask them uh, this particular question. That is, if there was one player that you really wouldn't want to get stuck in the, uh, the overnight um, sleepover at the club with, who would that be? Oh, God, there's a few. Um... <laughs> probably, probably Tex. I don't know. He's uh, he's always pranking people and and doing stuff. I think you'd have to be on your toes the whole time. But I reckon I'd get too much sleep because I'd be scared he'd probably do something or set me up to do something. So I reckon he's probably the worst one. Now we did have one other question that we've asked. Originally, it started was who was the best sledger on the training track, and after the first couple, we figured out it was Tex. So we were interested if what was the best sledge you've heard him give towards one of his teammates? Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, what is he? He's sort of, um, you know, if he gets on top of you or, you know, takes a couple of masks, keeps a couple of goals, he sort of says, you know, he's up and about and thinks that no one can kind of stop him or anything like that. So I think it's more, you know, a bit of a joke and a banter here and there just in terms of, you know, if he's getting on top or the forwards are getting on top of the backman, you know, it's a bit of a rivalry there. So I think it's all a bit of a joke and fun. But, um, yeah, he can stir you off a fair bit. He's got a uh, he's got a fair mouth on him, the young, guy, the young lad. <laughs> <laughs> now, mate, uh, just a, a final question. Um, coming into, obviously, uh, next week in a pretty important period for the club, Um you know, and again, not asking you to divulge everything, but uh, I gather that Brody's tracking well and uh, Seeds as well with his uh, with his sore backside. Yeah, I think they uh, we had training tonight and they were both out there and uh, moving well. That sort of um, that the cautious approach with Brody. Uh, you know, he's had a couple in his time now, so. Um, and I think Cedo's uh, back to running and, and sort of moving well too. So, um, yeah, I think the, the break's sort of come at a good time for those two as well to uh, get back to, you know, 100% and, and moving well and, and getting back into the swing of things. So, um, yeah, I think they'll be, both be right. I just had one other one too. How is it this year at the club? It's probably the first time we've had the twos in the in the finals as well. Does that give it a bit of a lift around the place? Yeah, it's obviously really exciting for the SANFL team as well. You know, we've uh, first year in finals and um, a lot of those young boys uh, will play in their first final. And, um, you know, a lot of them haven't played SANFL uh, that often and uh, that much. But um, 
credit to them for um, you know making it to the finals. They played some really good footy this year, and um, it's just great to see that both teams are you know preparing to play in the final because that's uh, that's what you play footy for. So it's uh, yeah, really exciting times around the club. Yeah. Rory, the uh, the hour is late, and uh, we know that you've had a huge day. So um, we'll, we'll wrap that up. And um, can we just say we really appreciate your time? It's fantastic you take the time out to have a chat to us, and um, we uh, we understand you'll now uh, put the feet up and uh, have a little bit of a break and uh, prepare yourself for what is a, a massive match uh, next Saturday night. And uh, we uh, we wish you all the best for that. We congratulate you on a, a fantastic season, uh, personally, and uh, and all the very very best for the rest of the final series. Thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, you know the words of encouragement, and um, you know happy to come on here. You guys are guys are awesome, and um, yeah, thanks for your questions anytime. Thanks, Rory. Appreciate it. We might hold you to that now. <laughs> <laughs> no, anytime. Thank you. <laughs> well, hang on. Here's the question: You want a plane to Melbourne tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll find out tomorrow. I think so. Um, ah. yeah, I think. Uh, Hopefully, uh, all six of us are there. But um, yeah, credit to those boys that have uh, had unbelievable years. Uh, good on you, mate. We hope you are. Good on you, Rory. Thanks very much. See you, guys.